You're listening to Win the Day with James Whitaker. What we do in life echoes in eternity. Broadcasting from Los Angeles, California. This is the number one podcast to help you win the day every day. Here's your host, James Whitaker. Let's go. Welcome back to Win the Day Wednesday, the best day of the week. Did you enjoy that episode last week, number 105 with Ollie Ollerton? If you haven't checked it out, it's an amazing episode. Former British Special Forces, host of television series like SAS Who Dares Wins in the UK and SAS Australia. He's got so many great lessons on leadership. Most importantly, that real leadership is about leadership of self. Real leadership is about leadership of self. And I wanted to use that context for what we're going to talk about today in this mini-sode, which is all about people never forgetting how you made them feel. What I'm going to do is I'm going to share one story that I had when I was younger, something that I will never, ever forget to really illustrate that. But as I go through this mini-sode with you today, I just want you to keep that in mind what Ollie said, that real leadership is about leadership of self. And if you want to check out that episode in more detail, it's episode 105. It's definitely been a popular one. Now, I've had so many jobs over the years. From as early as I can remember, my dad had been packaging cassettes and CD-ROMs for this wealth creator kit that he would send out to people. He also had my brother and sister and I selling books at the events he was speaking at. I had such fond memories of those days. And then at 14, I got my uh, first ever real job working at a bakery. And since then, I've worked in landscaping, bottle shops, live music venues, a whole assortment of different things before I even entered the corporate world. And I wanted to use this episode today as an opportunity to share an interesting story about one of those jobs. At the age of 19, I got a job at a large bottle shop. We call them bottle shops in Australia, a liquor store in a suburb called Carindale in Brisbane, Australia, which is my hometown where I grew up and lived for the first 28 years of my life. On my very first day, this is such a a vivid memory for me. My very first day, the assistant manager, who seemed like an okay guy, He gave me an assignment. He said, I need you to move every carton of beer from the pallet out the back into the cold room. And once that was done, I would then need to reorder the entire cold room to make sure the products were in the right location and unpack a carton from every brand to stock the front-facing fridges, you know, where the people go and grab the individual bottles out. So that always meant that the labels had to be facing out. And it's actually a habit that I still have today. Any of the glassware that we have at home that has a New England Patriots logo on it, because that's the, the football team that my wife and I both support, I always put the labels, the logo facing the front. And I thought, no problem. That's a very easy assignment for me to do. Um, But I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt. I wasn't really dressing for a cold room. So clearly not the best uniform for the job at hand. And in that cold room, I mean, next time you go into a bottle shop, just stand in the cold room for a couple of minutes. With each hour that passed as I'm there in shorts and a t-shirt, this was freezing, absolutely freezing. My hands quickly became numb. And finally, once I had finished that task, which I quickly began to resent because of how long it took, the assistant manager walked in and he said, you all done, James? And I said, yep, I'm done. And he said, would you like a coffee? And I was like, wow. In my head, I was like, yeah, what an amazing guy. Uh, I all, all of a sudden had thought about the difficult task at hand and how cold I was. I thought, what a lovely gesture. And I said, yes, please. 
And the assistant manager said, good, I'll have mine white with one sugar. And then he walked off. So what he was implying there, of course, was that he wanted me after doing those four or five hours, whatever it was in the cold room, he wanted me to go and make him a cup of coffee after that. Now, you can probably imagine my reaction to that. I was someone who always wanted to see the best in people. This guy was clearly not a good person. And as the assistant manager in this bottle shop, he was viewing the world through very much this structure, this hierarchy. And he wanted to bully anyone else who was below him in some vain attempt to boost his own self-esteem. Now, that didn't sit well with me at all. I just, I couldn't believe it. I was, I uh, still have such a vivid memory of my reaction to that comment because I was expecting it to be such a generous offer. Now, instinctively, I knew from that moment that he was someone that I wanted to do nothing to do, uh, that I wanted nothing to do with. And I want you to have a think about in your life at the moment, who are you hanging around? Or who have you had a dialogue with recently where there was this misalignment of you deep within where you just knew that this is someone, even though you might be friends with them in quotation marks, or someone that you might be working with, who instinctively you know that they are not your people. I could just tell that this person who would do something like that and who would treat people like that was someone that I wanted nothing to do with. Now, that can be very, very challenging if you're dependent on the wages of the job, which I was in that situation, so I had to suck it up. Now, I've had some great bosses and leaders and managers over the year, and I mean, the biggest things that have really resonated with me is their acts of goodwill by striking a genuine interest in both my friendship and my development. They are really the benchmark metrics of what I have if someone to me is a good leader from a business, like a professional sense. Someone who's a boss or a mentor of mine in the the professional sense, if they are interested in both my friendship and my development, that is when I know they're going to be good people. And when they do that, they model the behavior of how to treat people because I want to then go and find other people who I can give my friendship and help in the development with everyone else. Now, as a result of that, those really good managers that I've had over the years, they've earned the loyalty of not just me, but also hundreds of other people that they've been able to help. It means that they've risen quickly in their careers because of the respect and the way they hold themselves in the professional environment. And it means they're generally very happy people too. But even more than that, if they need anything from me, if they emailed me, called me, sent me a text message asking a question, or if I was in a position to help them with something, they know the answer would be a yes because of the goodwill that they have been able to build up. Now, when you have an opportunity to demonstrate how much you value and appreciate someone, I want you to take it because what you build in goodwill plus activating your own gratitude circuitry, which you've heard on this podcast before from people like Dr. Michael Gervais, when you stimulate your own gratitude circuitry, it also stimulates more positive thoughts. So it has a snowball effect of making you feel better throughout the day. Well, expressing that value and appreciation that you have for someone considerably outweighs the inter- the interruption that it gives your day. It's why I'm so passionate about sending daily audio messages to people who have helped me in one way or another. Barely a day goes by where I don't send an audio message to at least one person who has impacted my life. So what's the lesson for today? Of course, people never forget how you made them feel, but I want you to lead with love and 
We spoke at the start about Oli Olerton in episode 105, how he spoke about leadership of self and how important that is. When you have had that leadership of self and you're leading by example, you need to lead with love, whether you're commanding a business or a home, because people feel that, they remember that far more than they consciously acknowledge at the time. So that's our lesson for today. Make sure you lead with love, and give people your friendship and take a genuine interest in their development, especially if you are leading a team. But of course, if you're doing that in the home as well, it's exceptionally important. And hopefully you don't end up with some bad experiences like the one I shared when I was 19 years old working at the bottle shop. That's all for this episode. If you found it useful, leave a five-star rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And remember to hit the subscribe button so you can get access to new episodes as soon as they are released. That's all from me. Get out there and win the day. Until next time, go out there and make people feel good so they remember you forever. Onwards and upwards, always.